0: In this episode of Call to Marriage, I talk about how I'm handling emotions of joy and jealousy over seeing spouses get their spouse home and still waiting for mine. So let's talk about that. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life Hello and welcome back to Call to Marriage. Today's episode is real personal, y'all, because I have been struggling so much with these like conflicting emotions about homecoming and deployment and everything like that. I posted a motivational Monday a few weeks back about, you know, it's okay to not feel okay. And it was really about me struggling with feeling or trying to feel really happy for spouses who. Um, had been going to homecomings those past couple weeks and getting their spouses home. And this, you know, really ugly feeling of jealousy of still waiting for my spouse and not being the one welcoming their spouse home at that time. And so hopefully by the time this episode goes up, I have my husband home with me. But as I'm recording this, I'm still waiting. We still don't have a date. Um, you know, we're still kind of in the dark about when this deployment is going to end. And it has been a struggle, if I'm being really, really candid, of feeling conflicted and feeling angry and sad and wanting to feel joy and excitement for other spouses and other women and other men who, you know, are posting pictures. And I can see how happy they are and know that I would feel that as well if I had my spouse home. And so, I wanted to talk about those emotions and kind of what I'm doing to sit in those emotions, but also move past those emotions. I think it's really important to recognize feelings and give validity to feelings that are going on, but to also, especially with negative feelings, not ruminate on them, not stay on them for too long, because I know in my personal experience, That sitting in negative feelings does nothing but help spiral me further and I want to feel joy for other spouses. I want to be excited for other spouses. Heck, part of why I started this was to support and encourage other spouses and if I am ruminating and sitting in negative space, I can't do that. I can't look and be positive. I can't applaud and cheer and, you know, shake my pom poms from the sidelines for other spouses if I'm just sitting in my own little corner and with my arms crossed going, you know, grumble, grumble, grumble. Why is it not me? And so, first thing I want to say is if you are feeling these feelings, if you are in the same boat, or if you know, your spouse is leaving for deployment and your spouse is part of rear D or your friend's spouse is part of rear D, which is just rear detachment. They don't actually go on the deployment. They stay back to handle, you know, the the base side of things. It can feel kind of tough and you can feel a little, maybe a little bit of resentment, maybe a little bit of anger, maybe a little bit of jealousy because obviously you don't want your spouse to leave. You want your spouse to be home. And these feelings are normal. And I think as military spouses, a lot of the times we feel like we have to put up this really strong facade and this really positive facade all the time. And that, for one, is not normal. Being Feeling joyful and not feeling anything negative all the time, you can be a joyful person and still experience hardships and negative energy and negative emotions and feelings of of sadness because I for one think I'm a very positive person. I'm a very chipper person. I'm a very joyful person. But I still feel sad at times. I still get those emotions. And so it's very normal to see other people with their spouses, other people doing things with their spouses and feeling upset because you don't get to experience those same things. And so the first thing that I've been doing as I've been seeing these homecoming pictures coming in, which honestly, they're so heartwarming and wholesome and I can't wait to look at all of them when this is done. But what I'm doing right now is I've actually stepped back from my personal Facebook and I try not to get on it. I have obviously, you know, Call to Marriage has its own Facebook page and I'm on there frequently and I'm, you know, updating like posts and and doing that. But in terms of my own Personal Facebook, um, I'm trying to stay off of it. And I am doing that because I know that I do not have the self control to just look at a homecoming picture and move on. I'm going to dig deeper. I'm going to look at all of the pictures. I'm going to look at all of the comments, all of the heartwarming family messages, you know, being, we're so glad they're finally home. Like, you must be so happy. Because I know personally that if I see those things, I'm just going to get more inside my head and more inside those negative thoughts. And so I've removed myself a little bit from social media, which I think is really good. Um, I've also um, had conversations with people to um, politely ask them to stop asking me when my spouse is coming home. I think um, a lot of times family members and friends are excited for you to get your spouse home. and they ask not in a malicious way, not in a negative way, but in a way that they're so excited for you. They just want to know how close you are. And there are two sides to this. One is OPSEC. You don't really ever want to give dates to anybody that isn't necessarily meant to have that information. And so OPSEC, if you didn't watch our episode on acronyms way back, um, OPSEC is operational security. Basically, if you They were not told from your service member or from the FRG. They probably shouldn't know, right? So I'm not going to tell my parents. I'm not going to tell friends outside of the military um, when he's coming home specifically just because it's not information they need to know. They're they're not the ones picking him up. You know, we can plan to see them after he comes home and after, you know, they quarantine and, and do all of that, but they don't need to know the specifics of when you know they're coming in, and that's really just from a safety standpoint. So, also, um, again, they're not the ones picking them up. So. It's not information that they need to know. And I have to kind of check myself because I know, especially um, from just his parents and stuff, like they're excited to know when their son's coming home. My parents are excited to know when my husband's coming home. And so for people who have been, you know, reaching out and asking me what I know, I've just sort of had to say, hey, I don't have any information right now. When I know something, I'll let you know. In the meantime, if you could just not ask, that'd be great. And they know that I'm coming from a place of it's just hard to be reminded that I don't know and I don't have a date. And so the reaction's been really, really positive. Um, and so I would say, you know, if people are constantly asking you, it's okay to stand your ground and say, hey, I don't know. And if you could, you know, not ask me, that'd be great because it's hard for me to not know right now. Or I'm struggling a little bit with that right now and I just, it's a reminder when you ask me. And some people may take that well and some people may not. But at the end of the day, your well-being and your mental Sanity are, are way more important than what other people think of you just by asking for that space. And finally, I, I want to say to this that if it is something that you're struggling with, having people in the same boat as you or who have been in the same boat as you to reach out and talk to are really, really important. I'll be doing an episode here Um in a couple of weeks about just why it's so important to have a support system. But one of the reasons is that you can have people you can confide in who aren't just going to give the generic that sucks response. They're going to be people who can sit with you in the uncomfortableness and maybe the silence of wrestling with those emotions who can support you in a way that people who aren't part of the community just don't have the capability to support. That's not to say that friends who aren't in the military can't support you and they can't offer you comfort because they can, but there is just a deeper sense of understanding when it's coming from somebody in that community. I know that I personally have reached out to my friend Tori and I, you know, I've said, "Hey, this sucks. <laughs> like, I'm struggling." And she knows because, you know, she went through a deployment, she went through the waiting and and the not knowing, and she can empath- empathize with me in a way that others just couldn't in in my friend group and so I would say really make sure you have a strong strong support system around you people who understand and know what you're going through can relate to what you're going through it really it makes a difference one you feel less crazy right I think sometimes um women especially we sometimes feel crazy about having emotions and voicing our emotions and it helps to have people to sort of you know, hold your hand and be, you know, remind you, hey, you're not crazy for thinking this. This is normal. This is okay. Um, but it also because the advice that they can give you or just the the solidarity that they can give you is really impactful. And so, if this is something that you're working through right now, or you're struggling with right now, or you just need someone who is going through it to sort of hold your hand and say, hey, I get it, dude. It sucks. <laughs> Um, reach out to me, reach out to the podcast. Our email is ask.ctmpodcast.gmail.com. My inbox is always open to anyone who needs a helping hand or just support. Um, you can also reach out to us on Facebook or our Instagram at call to marriage. I'm really responsive in there as well. And if you know other new spouses who maybe could benefit from just having that support system, invite them on the journey with you. Bring them into this call to marriage community that we have. You know, we're all called to, to sort of take up a little bit of the burden for each other and this is a really great community to do that. Um, so I just want to thank everybody for being along in this journey. Our community is growing and it's so, so special to see how many, you know, new spouses we have joining us and and I get emails and DMs just from how awesome this has been for them. And so that is just, it's so special that we get to have this community together. So thank you everyone so much for being on this journey with me. I love all of y'all. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you later. Bye.